We're here to inspire, inform, and connect entrepreneurs and high achievers. Welcome to Results Radio with the number one results coach in the country, Sean Shuchuk. Sean is as focused on your results as you are. Visit our website at www.yourresultsradio.com and take advantage of the free tips and gifts. Plus, get your copy of the best-selling results journal developed by the number one results coach in the country. With you in mind, it is the most powerful achievement tool used by high achievers today. Here is the host of Results Radio, Sean Shuchuk. This is Results Radio, and I'm your host, Sean Chuchak. Welcome. As you know, every show we bring you the very best. And of course, again, as you know, today is no exception to that. We're going to get to that in just a minute. If you haven't yet done so, go to our website at yourresultsradio.com and get yourself a copy of the Results Journal. It was designed with you in mind to help you accomplish more and to do it in less time. You know, no matter who you are, where you come from, what your background is, as you go through life, one of the interesting things that all of us encounter are challenges, whether real or perceived or whatever your perception is around that, sometimes we need to look at things from a different perspective, a different angle, and there are a lot of times really great people to help us do that. Today, I've got a great friend that's on the line with us. He's going to spend the next half an hour with us and share some knowledge, some wisdom, some tidbits that you can use and you can apply in your life, how you can shift your perspective. Listen, we talk a lot about success. We talk a lot about results. We talk about all these amazing things you can do throughout the course of your life, business, career, and relationships. But at the end of the day, there's really one important thing, and it's you have to be able to do all of this. And I think that's the key for today. My guest today is Dr. Timothy Hayes. Dr. Hayes is without question, one of the most incredible individuals I had the, I've had the opportunity to speak with, to get to know, to work with. And he hosts his own radio show. Uh, he works with people one-on-one out of the United States. Uh, this guy changes lives. So I encourage you for the next 30 minutes, sit back, uh, listen, really embrace and internalize the information that we're going to be discussing and sharing on our show today. Dr. Hayes, welcome to Results Radio. Thank you, Sean. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure. Thank you for joining us. Um, You know, we talk a lot about success. We talk a lot about results, and that's a big part of a lot of the folks that listen in and hear this. And there are folks from all over the world listening right now, from the United States, Canada, Europe, Australia, New Zealand. But there's virtually, we're all the same. Let's be very clear. What's the one thing that in your experience, and I know you have been, uh, you've been doing this for a lot of years, and I'll let you share that in a minute. What's the one thing that you think uh, is the inhibitor to, to us people, human beings, um, achieving something that we know we want, but there seems to be this uh, deep chasm between where we are and where we want to be? Well, I think the primary thing is that we've been taught to believe our anger means we're right. And so we generate perception from a space of anger or fear, and, and we think we have to try and make things work out from that perspective. So uh, instead of understanding that every time I'm in anger or fear, it means that's my internal alarm system trying to tell me I'm getting it wrong, our culture teaches us 
my anger, the more angry I get, the more right I think I am. So, you know, if you understand how perception is such an active process, it's driven by the filters we put up. If I have a perception driven by a filter that's governed by anger or fear, I'm way off the mark. And it doesn't matter how good my logical steps are that I'm trying to follow to achieve a goal, it will never get me there, at least not as efficiently and, and uh, productively as if I first put out the alarm and what's causing it within my own system. Listen, Results Radio community, didn't I tell you this was going to be a great show? Um, listen, doctor, share with us a little bit about you, a little about your background, where you come from, um, the, the traditional sense and treatment, and what's, how that's evolved for you over the course of the last few years, please. Well, I'm a psychologist with over 44 years of experience doing therapy. I started as a probation officer, so I had a very practical training for people whose lives are in crisis. A lot of the, the, the basic abuse issues and violence and, and after a, working in that field for about seven years with a bachelor's degree, I decided to go back for a doctorate. And I got a doctorate and uh, it took me a long time to get there, but I was trained in what the traditional psychological, psychotherapy, psychoanalytic approach would say meaning we have this long, deep process we have to engage in. And and then I ran across, back in the 90s, I ran across some people that said, you know what, if you live from that belief rather than from direct observation, you're going to live in a fantasy world. Let me help you learn to live your life day to day from direct observation and question all of your old beliefs and understand that the perception that you're creating in each moment is only a picture your mind is showing you. It's not the actuality of life. And then I started building tools and trainings based on those fundamental observations. And for the past 15 years, I've been working with a gentleman, Dr. Michael Rice, who has a set of tools that are the most efficient, most practical, most accessible tools I've encountered in the past 44 years. And I'm very passionate about making these tools available to more and more people because you don't need a guru or an expert or a magician to transform your life with these tools. You simply need to make the commitment to apply these tools to your life. And what most people would consider magic happens as a result. The reason it's not more well-known and it hasn't swept the country is because it's not a magic pill or a magic wand. It's, it's work, but it's work that anyone can do if they consistently, persistently apply these tools to their lives. Thank you for that, Doctor. Can you share an example? You talk about these tools that you have you found a number of years back and you have obviously utilized you know, in your own life. Uh, and with those you have the privilege to work with, can you share an example maybe of, uh, for our listeners of how, you know, you, at, the, at the top of the show you referenced anger uh, and how that, um, you know, we believe the, the, the more, and I'm paraphrasing, the more upset or angry we become, the more right we believe we are. Um, may, maybe in, in light of anger, can you share how some of these principles apply? 
Well, one of the things that I tell people, and I've actually done this with trial attorneys in my office, they get rather skeptical when they've been trained to believe in our culture. You made me angry. You hurt my feelings. That situation is upsetting to me. And I ask them to step into direct observation about how they're creating their own emotions. And I ask the trial attorneys, what mental state do you want the witness for the opposing side to be in when you're cross-examining them? And they always say, well, I want them to be in anger or fear. And I ask them why, and they say, well, because that's when they make mistakes. And then I say, okay, so is that a special case? Does that only happen when I'm in a courtroom on a witness stand? And the obvious answer is no, this happens anywhere in my life. So if I'm feeling any anger or fear, I'm dramatically increasing the probability that whatever I do from that space is going to later be something that I regret doing. So one of the examples in my own life was that if I had if I had a nickel for every time that I was afraid to do something and postponed it or procrastinated against it, I wouldn't have to work for the rest of my life. And I stumbled across a set of trainings back in 1995 that said, instead of thinking about my procrastination as a problem or a pathology, let's just understand that everything I do, I've got really good reasons for doing, even if they don't reside in my conscious logical realm. So when I uncover what I'm running from in my fear, I'm not going to make that phone call, I'm not going to ask this person for business, I'm not going to confront this person who's needs to be held accountable for something they did, it's always coming from inside me as a set of very important reasons that are driving that behavior. It might be that I'm holding something from when I was in grade school and the teacher raged at me and I thought, you know, I'm not going to make it home tonight. He's going to follow me home after school. But when I find out what that energy is in me that's generating the fear, it loses its power over me. So, you know, I spent years where I wouldn't get um, a passport. And I ended up doing some of this work on myself and had somebody help me with it and found out, you know what, this goes to energies I downloaded when I was in college and my father refused to travel to go see my brother in Japan because my father was dealing with traumas from when he was in the war. I confronted that. I did a little bit of these tools that I'm talking about that are available for free and it freed me up to get a passport freed me up to travel internationally. The list goes on and on. The point is these tools are so accessible, all I have to do is, and, and they're available free in some realms, fill out the form, breathe, be willing to take responsibility for what the emotions I'm creating and how they're creating my perception, and I start seeing how I'm the one who's created every limitation that I've experienced internally, emotionally. Well, first of all, congratulations on you and the successes you've had. Uh, and I love that. I want to ask this, and you talked about your own experience, you know, about passport, passport and something that had come from, uh, you know, perhaps your childhood. How 
how much does conditioning or experiences from our lifetime, especially as children, uh, how much does that impact us today as we make decisions that go through our own lives as adults? Well, it's the primary force. You know, we talk about how people learn to live by habit. We're creatures of habit, and we live by the automatic decision-making process. And it's a wonderful tool in my life. You know, if I had to relearn how to drive a car every time I got in a car, I wouldn't be very productive as an adult. So there's a role for that automatic decision process and how old tapes play out. However, whenever an old tape is playing in my life, which is mostly all day, every day, if it results in a negative emotional state, I could choose to use that as an alarm system telling me that my old tape trying to play out in this present moment situation is not productive. So when that happens, if I step into some deep breaths and turning the focus inside, I can make the observation I'm not sick, I'm not crazy, I'm not stupid, I'm not lazy, and I don't enjoy pain. So what that means is the old tape I'm playing right now is keeping me stuck in an unproductive pattern. It might have worked well when I was younger. It might have worked well two weeks ago. But the automatic playing out of an old tape should lead me to a seamless, productive activity in my life today. Just like when I get in the car and the key goes in the ignition and I check the mirrors automatically and I wait for the traffic to clear before I step on the accelerator. When that happens, when that's an old tape that's playing well, it's very productive. And I'm calm and I'm clear-headed and it's a wonderful thing. If I understand that every time there's a negative, a physical tension or a negative emotion that comes up in me, that's an indication that one of the old tapes that's playing doesn't fit productively in the current moment I'm living through. I need to wake up, question everything I think I know, and step into the moment with direct observation, and then all kinds of possibilities will open up to me that don't relate specifically to the playing out of an old tape. Thank you, Doctor. This is Results Radio, and I'm your host, Sean Chuchuk. We have the incredible Dr. Timothy Hayes with us today. Stay with us. We'll be back in just a moment. What would being a best-selling author do for you and your business? Massive credibility. Your brand launchpad. Celebrity. Over two-thirds of Americans want to write a book. Get yours published now and distribute it around the world. More exposure means more prospects. More prospects means more clients. Even better, you don't have to do it all alone. You've got the leading publishing and marketing team doing it with you. At Results Press, it's easier than you dreamed. Visit us today at theresultspress.com. You and I know you're ready for more, for the freedom that you were promised when you decided to become an entrepreneur. Sean Shuchuk is the number one results coach in the country, and he wants to work with you, but only if you want to achieve real and lasting results. If you want five times or 10 times your income, and to do it fast, if you want that six or seven figure income, visit changeyourresults.com now. Send Sean a message and say, I want real freedom. I want to invest in myself and work with you. Welcome back. This is Results Radio. I'm your host, Sean Chuchuk. Thank you for being with us today. 
As you know, we have the incredible Dr. Hayes with us today. Doctor, before the break, we were talking a little bit uh, about conditioning, and I want to ask a question that I think perhaps is on a lot of minds uh, as they listen to our conversation today. How do I how do I make that shift in the change in the conditioning, those, those things that cause me to act or to function in a certain way, to become angry, uh, to live a life where I've, I've put boundaries around me based on uh, maybe past experiences or conditioning from childhood? How do I make those shifts and changes? And I realize there's no easy answer, but at the very least, where do I start? Well, I think what happens in almost every session that I have today with individual clients is we start with the breath because there's a signal within my energy system, within my body, that lets me know when I'm off the mark. And one of the easiest and most accessible is my breathing. So if I'm either holding my breath or breathing in a shallow, rapid way, there's an indication that I'm either bracing for a fight or I feel like I'm in a fight. And so if I can calm my breathing and turn the focus of my awareness inside myself and learn to question how am I creating either the tension that's in me in this moment or the negative emotion I'm experiencing, just that much has been a tremendous boon to some people. And I recommend that with practice, And four or five times a day, I encourage people to stop and take a full deep breath, hold a couple counts at the top, and then resist the exhale so that they basically send the message to their body, this isn't life-threatening. Then, with my willingness to look inside myself rather than do what the culture has trained me to do, which is to chase people and things on the outside thinking they have to change in order for me to feel better. Now at least I have my focus in the proper realm. Now I'm actually looking where the cause of my upset is is located. But one of the primary things I do and one of the things I offer to people in a first session is a list of bottom line observations. And the, the first three are, if, if whatever I'm doing isn't working, I should feel free to try something else. The second one is, blame has never led to a productive or constructive resolution to a problem. And the third one is, after decades of trying, I finally woke up and realized, I can't make anybody do anything they don't want to do. And the fourth one is, I can only control and be responsible for my emotions and reactions I can't control or be responsible for the emotions and reactions of anybody else, no matter how hard I try. That fourth one means no one else can control or be responsible for my emotions and reactions. So now when I'm breathing, calming myself and turning the focus inside myself, I have an option to see things I cannot see when I'm focused outside of myself and blaming the situation or another person for what I'm feeling. So there's the beginning. I like that a lot. Do you think that as a society, we are um, aggressively trying to uh, or repeating the same things over and over again without experiencing any change in the outcomes or results? Well, I think that the insanity of our culture demonstrates that. And I think 
I just had somebody in my office earlier today, and she's got a master's degree. And she was stuck. She's been stuck for the last 15 years in a problem. And I said to her, so what you have to understand is you have tried everything that your considerably above average intellectual mind has can think of and everything your friends can think of, and you haven't fixed this problem at all. And she tearfully agreed. And I said, so that means the answer to your problem is not in the conscious logical realm. So unless you step out of trying to figure this out with your conscious logical mind and you step into asking to be shown, you step into some kind of a tool, the use of a tool that asks to be shown what your unconscious or your emotional belief system holds that keeps you repeating a pattern that's unproductive. Unless you're willing to see that, you're not going to break out of this pattern. What do you say, people, Dr. Hayes, that that would say that the stuff you're talking about is woo-woo? I say, observe it for yourself. I, I say to everybody, this is why I, I title the, the paper, Nine Observations. I want people to be living from direct observation, and if they're looking at their life and they're actively observing and they think they, if they see that their life doesn't work according to the natural laws that we're talking about, then they should pursue whatever works for them. This is just observable. How many times have you been with a group of people, all of you witnessed something happen, two or three people get upset, and five or six people in the group trying to calm them down for the next half hour. But those two or three people are completely upset because of what happened. And everybody buys into that hallucination. But you can step back and observe what happened certainly didn't cause the upset in those two or three people because if it did, it would have caused the same flavor of upset at the same intensity in everybody who saw it. Upset, anger, fear, sadness, hurt is a totally inside job, which is why I like that. one day I'm having a good day. I spill some coffee. I just mop it up and move on through it. The next day I'm having a really bad day. I spill even less coffee and I fly into a swearing rage. The outside event does not cause my response. So how do I become, as the, as the buzzword is, how do I become emotionally intelligent? Is that something that's real? It's a buzzword we've heard now for probably a decade. Well, it's a very real thing. There's a set of skills, and there's a, a book by uh, a Google engineer who decided to study what he heard about emotional intelligence to see if it was something that could be learned and he discovered guess what it can be learned and he wrote the book search inside yourself well is is it possible for me to gain control over my emotions when i've been raised my entire life to think that the people and situations outside of me create and control my emotions i say it's absolutely possible i also ask people the question every time they want to tell me that somebody else has made them angry i ask them Wait a minute, how could you ever be free if the people and things outside of you create and control your emotions? So it's observable. And yet we don't observe, we live by the conditioning of the culture and the belief. So as a result then, do we just relinquish control? 
to a situation or another individual and live our lives for the most part in that realm we we're, we're not in the driver's seat well i think that's what our culture is based on i think that's what mm-hmm. every road rage incident is based on i think that that's what most divorces are based on because people are living from the training that says you made me angry you hurt my feelings that situation is tragic of course i'm going to be depressed for seven years because my dog died and we're living from that belief rather than stepping into questioning and observation. You know, the author, the poet, Rainier Maria Wilkie said, we must learn to live in the question. Because any time I can ask a really good question, if the perfect answer were presented to me in that moment, I wouldn't even understand it. It would seem like it was spoken in a different language or buzzing from another dimension. So I must learn to live in direct observation and questioning. And then someday, as I build experiences and different perspectives, I will be able to understand an answer when it's presented to me. You have an incredible wealth of knowledge, Doctor, and I am very grateful that you're sharing this with with myself and and the entire results radio community. is there one thing that you see that is uh, that, that, at, the, at the forefront when you're working with people, speaking, treating people, that, that is the inhibitor to people living a life of happiness, of abundance, of wealth, whatever that means to that individual? What, what, is there one thing that you see? Uh, it's probably fear. You know, if, you, if you're going to boil it down to one single dimension mm-hmm. it would be fear what would they be and afraid of any idea well it's everything that i project into the unknown everything i mm-hmm. project into my future oh there, there's this cultural myth that says i'm afraid of the unknown but it's directly observable that i can't be afraid of the unknown i can only be afraid of the negatives that i project into what i don't yet know <laughs> if somebody said to me hey on the other side of this door is something and you don't know what it is and it's going to be 100% yours when you step through that door. If I project that it's a, a hungry tiger, I'm never going through that door. But if I project it could be $5 million, you can't stop me from getting through that door. So it's quite a at, at the end of the day, what you're saying, doctor, is we are creating this and then living it, good or bad. Absolutely. I love that a lot. Um, I, I, we're, we're rapidly coming to the end of the show. And so uh, with every opportunity that I get the, to, to, to work with and have conversations with incredible people, um, I ask this one question because there are a lot of people that perhaps go to a seminar or they listen to a radio show or they read a book or whatever that source of information is, and they come away from it. And the first question that they may ask themselves is, how do I take that knowledge or information and apply it to my own life? So what is one golden nugget, something that our listeners can wrap their head, heart, and hands around and implement and see results, a change, as soon as our conversation is over today? Well, I would encourage people to send me an email and I'll send them two things. One of them is a list of the bottom line observations I give people and the other one is a five-step mental process that they can do as soon as they get this piece of paper that will be something that's counterintuitive or illogical 
based on what the way they've been raised. And it has to do with canceling my goal in the moment whenever I'm upset. And I'd be happy to send that to anybody who emails me. And these so you, two, good doctor, you two jumped, tools you ahead that have here. changed let, my life. Let me, let me do this. If anyone wants to reach you, um, please share if you have uh, your email address and your your website or whatever you have right now, and it'll it'll go out to every one of our listeners that's that's, that's hearing us now. All right, the website is www.c as in cat, h as in hat, the number four, c as in cat, s as in sam dot com. And I'll also, um, because you've assured me it's not going to get abused, I'll send my cell phone eight one five three four two three nine. Four seven. Those are the best ways to reach me. So give us that the website one more time, if you would, please, just in case they didn't get it the first time. C as in cat, H as in hat, the number four, C as in cat, S as in Sam.com. Awesome. Final thoughts, doctor. Well, I just want to thank you for having me on here. The more I get a chance to spread the word about these tools that can change people's lives for the better, the more fulfilled I am. Well, I want to thank you for joining us. This has been one of the very best shows, and I've done a lot of shows over the years. As, as our community knows, um, we have done shows uh, for this, this particular uh, iteration of Results Radio, and we've been for a couple of years now. And we have interviewed some of the most incredible people, and I would say this is uh, in the top five uh, of all of those interviews. It's been exceptionally uh, informative. For those of you listening today on Results Radio, I encourage you uh, to take the information that Dr. Hayes shared with us today, implement it, utilize it in your own life. For more information, uh, go back, listen to the show, uh, use it as a reference point. The, the information in this is absolutely incredible. Uh, give Dr., uh, Dr. Hayes an email, get the free information from him. Uh, I look forward to hearing the results that come from this. Dr. Hayes, it's been a pleasure. Thank you for coming on the show today. Thank you, Sean. This is Results Radio, and I'm your host, Sean Chuchak. Thank you so much for joining us. As always, go to our website at yourresultsradio.com. Get yourself a copy of the journal, the Results Journal. It was designed with you in mind to help you accomplish more and do it in less time. Until next time, have an incredible day. Thank you for joining us today on Results Radio. Every show, we bring you the very best guests that share with you their experiences and expertise. Do whatever you have to do to join us for our next show. And visit us today at yourresultsradio.com. While you're there, get your copy of the Results Journal.